evening everyone. The title of this talk tonight is Dharma Talks Are Meaningless. <coughs> Do you know that saying in Zen, don't mistake the pointing finger for the moon? We can, you can, we can all get so caught up in words and the meaning of words and so on that we're that's what we're, we're thinking about it, but um, all, all Zen words, all, all Dharma talks, should be really like a finger pointing at, at the moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, because human beings do tend to be um, meaning-making machines, our brains are meaning-making machines all the time, and instead of just living life, you know, we, we, we spend so much time trying to work out what it is yeah? and trying to find the meaning in it. Yeah? And um, um, a Zen life is, is not finding the meaning of life. It's just that you, there's nothing to work out. That's where you come to. Right? So then you just get up in the morning and you walk the dog and have breakfast and go to work, whatever you do. And in some sense, all of that's very meaningful because it's companionable, like you're companionable with, with life as it is. Um, but it's not about listening to words over and over again, you know, and, and coming to a set of words that you think encapsulates what life is about and you call it Buddhism or whatever, or some kind of ism. And that's going to somehow solve all your problems and make your life meaningful. It doesn't work like that. Um, You just simply get to the point, like I spent years in my younger days, days and days and days trying to work out what life was. I'm sorry I haven't come up with an answer that I can give you. (laughs) I'm I'm empty-handed. But there was a point where it was kind of like realising there's nothing to work out. And I've mentioned this before, but the body language of someone who's trying to work out what life is about, they're looking down and they're like that. And and the picture of the Buddha, he's just got his head up. And he's walking along, he's not trying to work anything out. He's just enjoying the experience of being alive. But we do get caught up in it. And really the way, the way to listen to a Dharma talk is similar to the advice that was given by, by one of the Japanese teachers um, who was uh, Robert Aiken's teacher, um, uh, Yasutani Roshi. He said, when, when you listen to the sutras, don't try and grasp a meaning out of it or become too scholastic. So just, just let it go, just let it sort of pass into your unconscious. And if you just listen to the sutras over and over again, like the readings we do and so on, they just pass into your unconscious. And then something, something transforms that our conscious mind really doesn't understand. And they resonate with something in our unconscious. So when you, when you listen to Dharma talks, like my talks are just come out of my, mostly my, just my everyday experience, and they, they come out of my unconscious in some way. So just let them go into your unconscious, you know, and, and don't just forget about them when you leave here. Right? Just experience it and let it go in, and then let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if I go back into everyday life experience, like the, this morning, so after I do a few things, I go out and I, I take the dog for a walk. And we have a particular walk that we go on through the streets of Kirribilli and then we go down to a ferry wharf and, and we walk down there and, and then I sit on a bench and usually look out over the, over the harbour and he chases magpies and never catches them. You know, and and it's kind of well, we do it because he likes walking and I like walking, you know, and it's companionable, you know, and it's enjoyable, but there's no meaning in it. It's it's a mean, it's a totally meaningless activity in that sense. Mm-hmm. But the meaning, in a sense, I'm playing with words here, but a Zen life, as you experience it. Is a is a meaningful life in in a in a non-verbal way, in a non-intellectual way, in the sense that when you when you you see through the this constant concept-making machine that we are, um, then not only just companionable with the dog, but you're companionable with the harbour, and with the park, and everything that just is, and everything that was that created this moment. There's just a sort of companionship with life, call it intimacy or whatever. And there's nothing to work out, you know. You just do one thing after the other. And then you come back and you have breakfast. He have his dog's breakfast and I have my human's breakfast. <laughs> um, in the in the work that I do, as a therapist, you you'll often have people coming in who are very down, do you know, and they feel like that life is meaningless, do you know, what's the purpose in what, what's the point in it? And at that point, when, when people um, express that to us, the vast majority of people want to give people a meaning or to cheer them up or give them something optimistic to hold on to. Um, but if you're really trying to take someone into a deeper experience of life, then it's important to allow their 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 world their world um, their world collapse in a sense. Like you you hold them in that collapse, but instead of trying to cheer them up with something meaningful, you know, it's like you, you let that process keep on crumbling and and deconstructing, um, and when you do that, eventually you'll eventually come out to the other side that you realise that this kind of empty experience that's empty of word and concepts is just, well, it's wonderful. It's kind of like it's bright, you know, and it's companionable. It's not miserable at all. But it's like we've got a fear of, of dropping into that. Um, and the more, the more we can allow ourselves to deconstruct that and actually uh, when we have experiences of meaninglessness, is to, is to really um, be mindful of them and be present to them rather than trying to, to fill up that meaninglessness into something else by clinging to words, by clinging to Zen words. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you just allow yourself to go through it, something, something will eventually transform. Um, a mother said something really lovely to me once that she, you know, was singing her her baby boy to sleep, you know, and it's just a just a lullaby, you know, and the little boy's going off to sleep, and in some sense, you know, chanting the sutras or or 
or listening to a Dharma talk is like that. It's just kind of just gentle words, that's all. You don't have to sort of try and make anything profound. There's nothing profound in it. It's just pointing to one moment of life after another. So that's the end of my meaningless comment. <laughs>